0: Christmas time Hi, an aggressive relaunch to the podcast. Hello. Oh my goodness. Is this the retrospective episode you've all been waiting for? Maybe, I don't know, it's me, Sam Hickman, a woman who bought four pairs of shoes this week. Uh, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Like, um, they were practical shoes for a reason. Well, one of them isn't a practical shoe, but I did just buy a pair of, um, ankle wellies. You know, I'm really, like, I'm really looking at the world in which we live and trying to dress accordingly. I don't, I don't know about you, but it seems better late than never. I just, I walk around the streets of this beautiful city and I see people... Walking around the streets of this beautiful city, and I just think, it is pouring with rain. Why are you wearing a trainer? Like, and I look at myself, and I ask myself the same question, and I say to myself, it's because I threw out all of my good shoes, and all I have is these. All I have is these are a boot and i don't want to wear an ankle boot everywhere that's disgusting anyway um there is a good reason i did buy new trainers as well um thank you so much why sam i know i know i'm getting to it i'm getting to it so i did end up ruining my um my my one pair of like nice trainers i say quote unquote nice trainers they're just the ones that aren't the running shoes i really threw out a lot of good shoes during the last two years. And now that I've re-emerged into a society that clearly hates me. I'm not going to the events that I thought I would be going to. When I purchased all the shoes over the last two years. That I intended to go to all of these various fake events. In my mind I was like yeah I will need a four inch stiletto boot. That is exact. That's-, That's where I go. That's where me and all of my friends hang out. Places where I would you know thrive thrive in a um a boot I can't realistically walk on all terrains in anyway anyway so I ruined my trainers recently um so we were um so me a previous guest of the show and uh Sam Hickman Variety Hour alumna two different people uh the wonderful Jazz and Francis. Uh, We like made a plan to go and ice skate in the castle this this year because I've never um, I've never ice skated in the um, in the winter. I've never been to Winter Wonderland. And me and wonderful Melon Eduwami were like wandering around the castle the other day. And we were like, oh, this ice skating looks silly because it has like a little walkie bit. It has like a little like ice walk ice ice walk which is uh just a little trail that you can go around <laughs> and, uh, and i was like that seems like a fun goofy silly hour and a half 45 minutes to an hour and a half that sounds like a great thing for me to do one afternoon um and i put it in the group chat and jazz was like we are doing it and i said, great. Um, and so we made a plan to go after uh, one of my Welsh lessons. Thank you so. Dichenval um uh, Dwin D- 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 Hoffi ice skating. Um so anyway, we're like, um so the my my class ends around four thirty. The the thing isn't until like 5.15. I realize I have 45 minutes. And in my little brain, I concoct a plan in which I go home, drop off my bag, and then come back in so I don't have to pay the two-pound bag check fee. Uh, I know you're screaming at me. Sam, what is wrong with you? Times are tough, but they're not that tough. Well, get ready, dear listener, for a twist and a turn. So I'm... I concoct this this plan to do that plan um a little bit too late for it to be a reasonable like quick walk so I do end up running for a couple of minutes just try and make up the time I get to my home I have roughly 10 minutes in order to get back into town so I'm like I'm gonna get my bicycle and because of my Christmas party my bicycle is in my shed so I like run outside I try and yank my bicycle out of my shed Um, my shed for those of you who've never been to my home uh, is an outhouse uh, just with the drain sealed off so it's kind of like the the bike is vertical. Um, and I am yanking and yanking and yanking this thing, just trying to, like, rip it out of the shed. Um, and then a huge wave washes over me from out of the shed. This, like, suspicious water washes over my trousers, washes over my shoes. And I go, oh, it's rainwater. Oh, no. something Like, there's, like, a little bucket that's probably collected or something. I don't know. I get back into my kitchen only to realize that I have thrown pretty much half a bucket of paint over myself. I know, I know. I've ruined my entire little skating outfit that I had spent so much time thinking about. So I like strip everything off. I throw it in the bathtub, like throw some water on it. So at at the very least, it doesn't dry um and then I like do a costume change get on my stupid little bicycle and then have a wonderful time ice skating oh a wonderful time ice skating 10 out of 10 would recommend it was um so we had planned to go earlier in the day but we kind of ended up going at five um and it wasn't too busy I thought it was going to be like wild but it was before the schools broke up so it wasn't too bad um and like the between the three of us, were were very proficient skaters. Because fun fact, I don't know why people don't know this, but fun fact, I famously did play ice hockey as a child. We weren't allowed a dog in Texas, but for some reason, the Mighty Ducks reigned supreme. So we were more of a Mighty Ducks family than an Airbud family. For the, ugh, I just I I bury the lead on that one. Anyway. Ugh, so, um, what a wonderful time. Anyway, and that's how I ruined my trainers because they are now, uh, green. Um, uh, uh, so I did order new shoes. Anyway, um, I'm feeling very festive. I've had a great December. Um, I did step in briefly, briefly as uh the songbird's conductor for two weeks, which was very like guest starring Sam Hickman. It was great. It was great. We we did like some Caroling and John Lewis, and then we did some Caroling in uh the Railway Gardens, and I got to lead two of their rehearsals, which I think went well. <laughs> I think, I think went well. Um, I did in fact throw grow. Oh, I got a text. I did, in fact, throw my annual Christmas party. Thank you to all who came. Uh, If you didn't come, uh, I'm sorry, buddy, that's, you've missed it. I'm sorry. It does feel like I did get a real Christmas tree for one day, um, because I really haven't reaped the rewards of having a real Christmas tree in my living room. I don't know what the real rewards are, but I had literally everyone I've ever met in my home for one day, and then I've had absolutely no one in this house since maybe this week that changes who knows who knows anyway um yeah thank you to everyone who came to my Christmas party and I would like to give you a checklist on how to throw a good party because last week I went to three different parties and if you're thinking wait I knew the first two the third one was a surprise to me too oh my goodness okay I'm gonna rank them from best to worst (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I won't, but I will give you a checklist on on how to throw a good party. Um or at the very least, a well-organized party. Um well, no, at the very least, a Sam Hickman party. Have you ever been to one of my parties and thought, wow, this is a lot? Well, this is how you throw a Sam Hickman Christmas party. Don't steal this and do your own Christmas party. Because all of my friends are incredibly loyal. <laughs> No, I think if you were cooler than me and you were like, we're actually throwing a Christmas party on the same day, they would, they would go to you. They'd be like, I don't know about Sam's. Anyway, um, step one, actually, I'm not going to do steps. The first thing you should do is write down a list of everyone uh, you intend on inviting to your party. This, this seems like a lot. However, we do not live in a Facebook events world anymore. We don't live in a world where you could do a Facebook event and then everyone you know is listed below and you can just invite those people with a single click. We don't live in that world anymore. You have to like write a list, write a little blurb of like when it is, what you're doing, where it is. You have to like send that individually to everyone you know. Like it's it's a lot to throw a party now in a post Facebook world, but that's your step 1 step 2 um catering i for many years we catered the christmas party and it just turned into kind of a beige buffet uh, so now I just sort of make a sweet and I make a savory dish and I kind of just call it quits on that. I don't know. People don't come for the food. Well, sometimes they, I don't know if they come for the food or not, but um, they come for the, the festive holiday cheer. Um, uh, uh, um, n- 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 what would I have changed this year food-wise? I would not have done a giant pot of mulled wine. I would have done a much smaller pot of mulled wine I don't think oh wine charms absolutely get wine charms I don't I don't know it seems like such a a a useless thing but then you go to a you go to a party and everybody has matching glassware like look at look at your house look at your stemware look at look at your your glasses and whatnot they're all the same you're not gonna know you don't want to have to anyway um Save yourself the hassle and buy some wine charms. Oh my goodness. Anyway, um, so you've done that. Step three, preparing the home. Uh, move everything out of the spaces you're using. I just, I feel like... You need to think of your home as a theatrical set and you need to think of your life as a game that you're playing. And so um, I have realized after spending Christmas at my mother's home that I am her now because I this Christmas moved um, a large, very heavy oak table. And a a, a two-seater sofa. So I definitely get it from my mother. Uh, Just moving, moving furniture around. One of the most important things, I think, is to count how many chairs you have. And then correspond that with how many people are coming. Because if you can work it out so that there's enough chairs for everyone, then, like, that's perfect. And if you can't, then that is competition. And that is where the fun begins oh you got your friends so scared to get up in case they lose their seat wow ready for anything oh boy um anyway yeah I um I did famously move my uh sofa downstairs from the guest bedroom to my office and I did um you know I put my bike in the shed and I moved all of oh Move all of your coats. I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna say it. People are gonna come here with coats and whatnot. Move all of your shoes and your coats out of the hallway. Stick them somewhere else, and have people just put all their their stuff where you would put your stuff when you come into your house to avoid getting, you know, rain or whatever it is that's happening in in your home. I don't. I don't. I don't know what else to tell you about that. But it's just like a, a fun idea, and it really does make it very apparent when someone has left something. Because there will be something left on a hook after the party, and you'll have to figure out who that is. But you'll you'll know someone's left something anyway. Um, so there's that. There is that. Um, and then what else would I do when planning a party? Uh, if you're gonna have a game or something, um, oh, one thing that I've kind of noticed is if you're gonna have a game, do it early in the evening. Because uh, one thing that, because then, because then everybody comes together and then people disperse nicely. You know, I just, I've noticed that. So uh, for my Christmas party, we usually do food and then we'll do white elephant and then we'll do carols, but people will disperse. People will disperse. If you're going to sing carols at a Christmas party, 30 minute window. That's it. That just... Just so just so you know what my tactics for those of you who will never be invited. I forget that this isn't that this is an international podcast listened to by thousands. Um, For those of you who uh, will never be invited to the Sam Hickman annual Christmas party, uh, there is a bowl. When you first walk into my living room, there is a bowl and a little pad of paper where people write little song suggestions for the carols that they want to sing. And then we put them in the bowl. And then when we're doing the carol section for 30 minutes, we um, pick suggestions out of the bowl. Uh, This year, it was interesting. A lot of downers, a lot of real sad songs. I hope everyone's doing okay. (sighs) Anyway, um, how would I rate? the how would i rate the parties i went to this week good i really enjoyed um so i went to our dear sweet friend rosie brown's solstice party which i i didn't expect to enjoy as much as i did but i came as a little as, as a little little um a wild card let's be honest to sow the seeds of chaos and i did exactly that i really came in as hot as could be expected piping hot some would assume and, um, yeah, uh, just, just real, real spice, real spice to the mix. It was great. I had a wonderful time. Bella the ball, really. Um, multiple people this week asked if I lived, if I lived somewhere else. I said, are you, are you going back to wherever it is that you, that you live? <laughs> I said, what? <laughs> I said, no, I live here. Um, anyway, um, Not gonna, I'm not gonna go through all the parties, but I did go okay. So, my neighbor, my parents' neighbors have like an annual Christmas Eve party. My brother went one year when he was just like by himself and he hated it. He like he talked to all the like the young people his age and he was like, I don't, I don't really like any of them. And so, I, me and one of my brothers and uh, our father. um, with the same intention of sowing absolute seeds of chaos, and it was fantastic, it was 10 out of 10, I loved it, at one point, the matriarch of the household was telling us a quote-unquote funny story, oh, get ready, get ready, no, I can't, I'm gonna sell, I'm gonna say this on the podcast, and then if it gets, um, um, anyway, 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 so, so she was like, oh my goodness, I'm, um, I'm doing this very funny thing at the moment and I was like ready for anything. And she's like, sometimes when I get cold in the living room, I'll take a blanket and I'll put a blanket over myself. And I started howling with laughter and made fun of this woman so hard to her face about how ridiculous it is that you would get cold in your living room. And put a blanket over yourself. And at one point I tried to drag my mother into this. Because I was like, wow, you're so old. She was like, "I we never used blankets when we were younger. And I was like, this is, this is, okay, <laughs> this is a wild, a wild one. We got a live one here. So I like, truly, at one point, my mother came over because I was like, Susan, you are too fucking much. This is, this is, oh, you put a blanket over yourself when you're chilly and you're living. That is too much. My mother comes over and I'm like, mom, have you ever heard of something so ridiculous? She she is sitting here in the living room some nights and she gets a cold and she puts a blanket over herself. And my mother, instead of playing along, she goes, Sam, you have a have an electric blanket in your living room and i said mom that's the end of the game that's that's that we have to leave now immediately anyway it was great um it was it was it was great it then uh really became the uh the the, the, the light motif of our christmas which was <laughs> we were just sort of like all sitting in the living room and occasionally someone would be like you know what would be funny and would be like you put a blanket over yourself yeah so um, thank you to that lady for really making our Christmas. Um, she really made the Yuletide gay, and by gay I mean silly. <laughs> anyway, um, oh yeah, this is a retrospective of the year I've had. So uh, let's 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 get into it. Let's get into it. Um, what what have I done this year? Well, the Sam Hickman Variety Hour. I mean come on come on come on um yeah it's been a it's been a great year I've I've really enjoyed um being able to uh take all of that money from National Theatre Wales thank you so much to them and uh use it to pay people a lot of money truly at one point I I was at an event with uh, Leith Liz and he, he was like you 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 paid us a lot of money, and I was like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, I made the budget. I like, come on, I'm gonna I'm gonna pay people as much as possible. Anyway, um, I'm really excited for the uh, February show, for the February show. Do I sound like Barack Obama when I have my little vocal fry? Uh, uh, or like a pilot? Uh, um, I've been, I've just, you know. I've been doing things. Um mm, mm, okay, what were my what were my highs and my lows of the year? Well, mm, 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 mm. highs and lows, highs and lows. Uh highs definitely getting paid a lot of money to do things. That's been nice. Lows, not really having enough things to do. Uh. <laughs> uh, I will say this, my one New Year's resolution was to go on the boats in Roth Lake. Um, because I've lived here so long and every single year I'm like, Oh, I should go on the boats in Roth Lake, you know, a little rental rental rowboat on the lake. That sounds idyllic. Every single year I say to myself, Oh, I'm gonna do it, and then I never do it. And this year I was like, I am gonna do it. And this year was the year there was a bird flu outbreak on the lake, and it did not um facilitate them opening the boat rentals. So I, I couldn't have done it. So So that's my low. Um, That's my low of the year. Another high has been Welsh class. I, I signed up for Welsh class kind of on a whim. Um, and honestly, it is a blast and a half. I'm having a wonderful time during Welsh lessons. It does also famously give me not only a place to go for two hours a week that's warm and out of the house, but, uh, it does give me a, a real sense of purpose and a new way to annoy all of my dearest, closest Welsh-speaking friends. Diane dioch. Anyway, um, I think that's all I've really accomplished this year. Um, <clears throat> I'm running out of steam now. At the end of this episode, um, what is there left to say? You know, what is there left to say? I, um, I hope you all have tickets for the 11th of February show at Wales Millennium Centre. It's so exciting that this is like a big thing. I mean, I don't, I don't wish to oversell it, but this might be the turning point in my career. Like, this might be where it all starts to turn around. So, um, get your tickets, please, please please get your tickets please 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 get your tickets i would really like it if you could get your tickets um i am looking forward to it i think we have some phenomenal acts i'm dead excited about that um i don't think anything i don't think i have anything else left to say let's let's just leave it at that i have been hyperlocal celebrity and singing harpist Sam Hickman. I'm looking for my podcast notes just in case I left some and I did not. So that's, so that's that. Anyway, goodbye everyone.